In episode 53, I walk you through the second part of the Launch It Lean process using artificial intelligence. This is part three of the series called How to Use AI to Start Your Online Coaching and Course Business. You're listening to The Remote Work Retirement Show, the only show that helps semi-retirees figure out the remote work options. I believe that remote work is the new retirement plan and that many retirees have both the ability and desire to work how they want so they can live how they want. Let's dig into today's episode. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, I want to remind you that all month long, this series is brought to you by Remote Work School. Remote Work School is my online coaching and course program. It's been around for over five years, and I've helped over a thousand people figure out the remote work options. Now, for the month of May 2023, I'm offering a special invitation to join Remote Work School. And when you do that, you're going to get this exact training in June. And that training is how to use AI to start your own online coaching and course business. It's absolutely free when you join Remote Work School. You can go to camilleattell.com slash remoteworkschool. So as a reminder, when you join Remote Work School, you get this special bonus for free in June. It will be a two-hour training live with me where you can ask me anything you want. Now, if you have any other questions about that, just shoot me a DM on Instagram at, at camille.attell. So let's get into the final installment of this series, all about how to use AI to start your own online coaching and course business. Now in episode 50, I did a little experiment with AI. I used my own AI voice, so be sure to listen to that. And then in episode 51, I started this training. So when I say this training, this whole series this month is adapted from a training that I will be providing in June. And so you're hearing the audio version of that, or you're reading the notes. And in June, I'll be going through slides and examples and giving you case studies. You can bring your questions. You can ask me anything about a potential coaching business or online course business, or really any kind of online business at all. It doesn't have to be for coaching or courses. That just happens to be the business I run and love. So go back and listen to episode 51 And then listen to episode 52, because that sets up the first half of Lean. And Lean, Launch It Lean specifically, is a process that I use to get an idea out of your head and up and running quickly. And the quickly part is because you don't want to get stuck in perfectionism. You want to get massive traction and you want to start testing things with real human beings to get feedback, okay? So today what we're going to do is we're going to pick up where we left off from episode 52 and dig into the last part of Lean. So as a reminder, Launch It Lean is a process that each letter stands for a phase of that process. So L stands for let it flow. E stands for execute on one idea. Those are the two we covered in episode 52. Today, we're going to get into A, which is attract your ideal audience or client, and then N, navigate trial runs. So once you've gone through the L and the E, which just as a quick recap, that is all about letting your ideas flow using things like ChatGPT or Bard or Bing or other AI tools to help generate even more ideas, talking to people if you can and validating ideas, and then really narrowing it down to the one idea that you want to go all in on. That's execute on one idea. And I gave you a caveat last time that you don't have to commit to this idea forever. 
it doesn't have to be one and done that you're married to this for the rest of your life. The idea is you grab one of these ideas, you get it into enough of an outline format so that you can then go test it and then make your decisions on whether or not you want to go all in on that as a business. And that leads you to the A in lean, which is attracting your ideal audience or client. And I use those words interchangeably, audience and client, because in the online world, sometimes we call clients and customers an audience because they may be an audience before they become a customer. Now, I'm not going to spend too much time on that. That has more to do with your marketing and your content creation. And that's not what we're here to do. I'm not trying to suggest that you become an influencer or build an online presence or become a YouTuber or anything like that. You can hear more about that in episode 51. However, you do have to be visible enough in the right places to attract the right people to test your program ideas, right? So to do that, you can brainstorm, well, where do these people mostly hang out? Now, you would have learned a lot about these people in the let it flow stage. So again, episode 52, that's where you would generate ideas around who are these people, what are their struggles, what are their fears, hopes, desires. You would have figured out some of the things that they're struggling with so that you can use that research to attract them. And some of the places that you can find these folks could be social media. Again, I don't want you to feel like you have to start an Instagram or get on TikTok and dance. It's not about that. It's about figuring out where are the right handful of people, okay? So that could be five people, that could be 10 people, that could be two people. You just need enough people to be able to run a test. So where are they? Are they on social media? If you're already on social media, you could try to interact with them there. If you have an email list because you already have a business or you've been building an email list for some reason over time, you could email your folks and talk about this thing that you're going to be doing. I'll give you more information on that in a moment. Now, you could do this thing called OPP, which is other people's platforms. So that may be partnering with somebody to get in front of that person's audience. And you could do that by being interviewed on podcasts. You could do that by speaking at a summit or a presentation. You could do something on Instagram Live. You could get on somebody's TikTok if you're into that sort of thing. You could be interviewed on a YouTube channel. There's literally the sky's the limit on this one. You could use LinkedIn as an example, do some video there. Um, You could write articles uh, if you want to be a writer or a freelance writer and contribute to blogs or on sites like Medium. I mean, I'm literally spitballing here. So using other people's platforms can be good because you don't have to then spend time building up your own audience. You can create enough value for someone else's audience that is potentially complementary to what you want to do. So I'm going to give you an example with me. I have a big network of friends in the online business space and we work together and partner on things. And I do remote work, but I have a friend out there who focuses more on work camping. And that is uh, going to campsites and RV parks. And that's a type of remote work, I guess you could say, or work in general, that I don't deal in, but she does. So sometimes we partner to get in front of each other's audiences because we are complementary to what each other does. So that's an example of that. You can also talk to your friends, families, and neighbors. I mean, really, they're kind of the easiest because they are in your nearest proximity. 
But I do understand that sometimes it can be awkward to talk to people in your nearest proximity or who you're close to. So there are ways to approach your friends and your family. It could be offering to have them come to your trial run for free. And that way there's no weird, awkward thing about payment. Um, We'll get into that in a little bit here. But that's an option available to you. Now, the other drawback of that is your friends and families might be the hardest on you and give you awful advice. Or on the contrary, they might just give you glowing advice because they don't want to be honest. So I do want to caveat that with sometimes it's not so good to use people in your nearest proximity, but I leave that up to your good judgment. Now, in a perfect world, it would be great if you could take a little bit of budget and run some ads. And you could run ads on Facebook. You can run ads on Google or other, you know, LinkedIn or other places. I personally run ads on Facebook because I've spent most of my time learning that platform. And it's a really great platform if you know what you're doing. And if you don't know what you're doing, don't run ads for sure. But you could partner with somebody who knows. You could take a very limited budget. I'm talking like $5 a day to do some testing. It is by far the fastest way to get in front of your ideal audience, your ideal client, and see if your idea has some attraction. Okay, but that's a whole topic that I can't get into today. I mean, it really does deserve a whole training. So those are some places to actually find people and test your ideas with them. And you might think, okay, that's great. But what am I going to say? What what am I testing? What am I putting in front of them? Am I dancing on video? Am I talking about my product or program, which I haven't even built yet? Okay, well, here's where we're going to leverage some of the work that you did in the first two phases of Lean, in the let it flow and the execute on one idea. And you're going to use a couple of different things. If you've had actual conversations with people, meaning you met with them either on Zoom or phone calls or whatever other place you've met with them, and you've learned more about them and you've figured out their fears and, and challenges and struggles and hopes and dreams and desires, well, you've already done a bit of marketing. You've learned about things that your ideal person is is challenged with, and you could actually turn that into some type of content or light marketing to communicate on social media and in emails or any of the other places I just mentioned. So that's a way to do that. Now, a faster way to do that is to use AI. So this is where you can jump back into something like ChatGPT or Bard or whatever else you're finding online because, oh my goodness, there are a million AI tools now. Every day, there's a new one I learn about. And you could start to run some queries. You could put prompts in there like, you know, I just learned that my ideal client is challenged with XYZ, and I would like to create some social media posts to help them. You know, give me 10 quotes related to this problem that I could put on Instagram. You can get that specific with these tools, and it will literally give you quotes. Now, I'm going to demonstrate all of this in that training in June. I'm literally going to walk you through a case study of someone who's putting together a training on a sewing class, a a course really, and even coaching on sewing. I mean, that might surprise you. You might think, really? Sewing? And this is what's so beautiful about this kind of business is you could take almost anything that you know or that you've learned or that you love or that you're passionate about, a talent, a hobby, 
And if you wanted, you could potentially turn that into an online coaching and course business, like this client that I worked with who had literally a sewing business. And I've worked with people who have all kinds of businesses like that, a sewing business, a hairstyling business, someone who used a, I think it's called a cricket machine, which I think is a type of sewing machine. I've worked with people who help people grow plants, do Ayurvedic diets, health and wellness for sure dog massage, um, digestive disorders. I mean, you name it. I have worked with so many people who have specialties in all of these areas. And you can take that idea and run it through AI to test it, not only to generate more ideas about how you could turn this into an online coaching program or course, but you can even develop content from it, like social media posts and, and quotables, like I just mentioned, or questions, uh, or even images. You can use this stuff to even create custom images. So when I talk about getting in front of your ideal customer or audience, this is what I mean. You can take the best of your ideas, blend them with some of the research you could do using AI. That's going to help you generate content to then start attracting your ideal audience. Now, if you want to get fancy with graphics and visual things, then you can use another tool called Canva. I love Canva. It's it's really one of the most amazing tools on the market, and it's been developing more and more AI features. With Canva, you can grab templates. You can grab templates for Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, I mean, Pinterest, really anything, almost anything. And you can create once and then duplicate switch out these these quotes, switch out graphics. You could even use video snippets. It's actually pretty easy to learn. I am not a graphic designer. I am not a visual creator. And if I can use this tool, just about anybody can. It really does unlock the ideas in your head and makes it easier to get them out on something tangible. And then you can share those things in various places. So those are two tools to help you figure out the attractor ideal audience phase in Lean. So a recap using ChatGPT or another tool like Bard and Canva to generate messages that you can put out to attract your ideal audience. Now, I can't get too deep into exactly what to say around your product or service or coaching program. That I will cover more in the June training. Let's move on now into the last phase of Launch It Lean, which is navigate trial runs. So navigating trial runs is a way to test your idea in a live workshop format with real people so that you can get real-time feedback and know if this thing is worth it. So I want you to notice something. You haven't actually created anything, really. You haven't created a course. You haven't really created a coaching program. You have figured out your process high level because I covered that in episode 52 and you have generated something like an outline using AI. So you at least have an outline and you at least have a high level process. Okay. I think in episode 52, I talked about a gardening example. It wasn't the best example if I'm being honest. However, let's say you had a gardening example and you were able to talk about the steps of growing a beautiful plant or flower. I don't know. Clearly I don't garden, right? And um, you had a high level process for that, right? Step one, you bought seeds. Step two, you did something with the soil. Step three, you planted the seed. Step four, et cetera, so on, right? So let's say you've got some kind of a high level process in five to seven steps. 
That's what you're going to take into this navigate trial run. You're going to walk people through that process. Now, if you want to have some high level slides, just so you have something to put in front of people, I do encourage that, but I'm going to tell you how to do that very easily in just a moment. So that's the vision. You're going to get people on a call, like, well, really a video call conference like Zoom, which is really easy. You're going to put some things in front of them. You're going to walk them through a process. You're going to tell them that it's a beta test, so their expectations are low. And you're going to walk people through it. You're going to hear their questions. And that's going to help you make decisions about what you want to do going forward. So let me get more tangible in what you need to actually do these trial runs. You need three core things. A way for people to sign up and purchase something from you if you're going to charge. Number two, you need just enough assets to show people, but stay really high level. And number three, you need a method to deliver your product or service. But I want you to keep it all very lean. That's the whole point. Don't overdevelop. Don't try to make fancy graphics. Don't get hung up on the perfect color blue or, you know, fancy video. It's not about that. It's about taking ideas in the roughest state, putting them in front of people and getting feedback. So let's talk about basic technology to do this. So if you need a way for people to pay you, because I do encourage you to charge if you can, I will talk a lot more about pricing in the workshop next month. You can use something like PayPal. If it, It's really one of the easiest things, and a lot of people have it. It's a secure uh, payment method. You don't have to whip up anything fancy. You could just set a price, and you can send it to people, and they could pay you that way. Yes, there will be a fee when you do that, but it's small and I think it's worth it because again, you're going to make up more on the revenue coming in than you will on the fee going out, okay? And you don't have any upfront fees, which I love because some of the online tools, you have to pay upfront. And I don't want you to do that until you know for sure if this is the type of business you want to go all in on. So that's the first thing you could do is use something like PayPal or even like Venmo or Zelle, or any of these tools where it's really easy for you to set up and really easy for somebody to pay you. Now, long-term, if you want to go all in and you're like, I want to go all in, I'm ready. I will give you one tool I absolutely love. It is expensive in the beginning, but in the long run, it's probably cheaper than anything else you're going to use. And it's called Thrivecart. Thrivecart is something I use. It is an all-in-one checkout as well as sales page and uh, product pages. You can even have an online course there. I think it's about $600 in the beginning, and I think you can do the course add-on for $200 as well. But you only pay one time, forever, for life. And I have to tell you, as someone who's been at this online business game for a while, I have spent so much money on tools, subscription tools, You know, every month or every year I have to renew. Thrivecart in the long run will be one of the cheapest tools I ever buy, and it gives me the most power and capability. Now, I don't think you need to invest in that right now, but I just wanted you to know about it because it is one of my favorite tools. So I am telling you some of my favorite tools today. Thrivecart, Canva, definitely top two tools. All right. Now, if you do decide to buy something like Thrivecart, I I want you to know one of the coolest things about it is you can just go find some pre-built templates. Uh, Thrivecart has some, but people sell these things on places like Etsy for really cheap. 
I just bought a really amazing template for $17 the other day. And that way I don't have to design my own pages. I don't have to worry about building a website. If you recall in episode 51, I talked about don't build a website. So this is a nice alternative to that. You could just buy some templates or, you know, grab some templates from somewhere, even for free. And that way you can just get your product page up and running really quickly. But we're going to revisit that because that's really more of a long-term option. But I do wanted you to know about it in case you're like, I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay. So the next thing you can do when I talk about having some high-level assets to put in front of people, you have some options. You could do something as simple as just having one worksheet that just talks about your process written out that you can use to guide your conversation. That is literally the easiest thing to do. You would have generated some of those ideas using um, an AI tool. Um, You could write it out for yourself. You could even throw it into Canva and put it on a fancy page if you want. So that's like the easiest thing to do. The next easiest thing to do would be to create something in Canva because they have pre-built presentations. And they even have an AI one called Magic Presentations, where you give it a prompt and you say, I want to do this gardening class. It has this many parts. I'm talking about these topics. Create me a presentation. And it'll even give you options of what templates you want to use. Listen, I have been in the space of creating courses and programs for 25 years. If I had had a tool like this 25 years ago or even five years ago, I would have created so much so fast. You know, I do everything by hand manually. And this literally would cut my time down by like a hundred. It's amazing. So play with Canva, you know, maybe create a few slides. Don't go overboard, you know, five slides, 10 slides at the most, just something to put in front of people so they can see something so that you have a way to teach something. Now, if you do have folks who are sight impaired uh, using audio, obviously, um, there are other ways that you can serve people that aren't always visual because not everybody has that capability. Okay. And then I mentioned Zoom. I do think Zoom is a really great option. You can get the free option for Zoom. It's really only going to give you limited capacity to have, I think at this point, it's one person on the call at 40 minutes. So you might have to decide if you want to invest the $15 a month to get um, more minutes and more people. I think it's worth it, especially if you do it for one month and then cancel. So consider using Zoom. You could use other platforms, but I can't speak to those because Zoom is the only one I use. And then that's it. You're going to get on. You're going to have a conversation with people. You don't need to think about it as a coaching session. You don't need to think about it as a fancy online course. All you need to do is get a minimum viable product in front of a handful of people, walk them through it. You could set it up for an hour, 90 minutes, whatever works for you, and see how they respond. That's it. It takes all the pressure off. You'll learn a lot. You'll find out where they have questions. It'll help you decide, you know, what do you want to really expand on or cut? Now, I'm literally going to demonstrate this to you in June if you join Remote Work School before June, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this whole training and I'm literally going to run it as a beta test. Now, I've done a little bit more development on my end than I'm telling you to do, but that's because I've been working on this for a while. So you will see in real time how I run 
a trial run, how I navigate a trial run. So one more time, as I close up this topic, all about lean, using lean with AI to start your own online coaching and course business. One more time, I want to invite you to join Remote Work School before May 31st so you can get more real-time training on this topic. This is where we're headed. This is where the future is going. And if this is a business you think you want to start or you've tried starting or you've started and stopped, then this is the time. There is really, truly no better time to start this business than right now because of the amazing tools that are available to you to get you moving forward. So go to camilatel.com slash remote work school to check it out, or just shoot me a DM on Instagram if you have more questions. So to wrap up lean, what we did is we did L, let it flow, E, execute on one idea, A, attract your ideal audience or client, and finally N, navigate trial runs. And the whole goal is to go through this process in about one month, max. I mean, I'd like to do it in a week, honestly. That way, you're not getting stuck in perfectionist thinking, you're not getting hung up on the tools, and you're not letting inertia slow you down. You want to move quickly, get in front of people, get some real-time information, and then make decisions on how to move forward. I hope you've enjoyed this whole series this month. I know I leaned really heavily into AI. I think there's a really bright future in AI if you harness it the right way. That's what I'm working on all year. So stick with me, go on this journey with me, and you will learn a lot. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And one more time, camillatel.com to learn more.